Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yo! Welcome into the House of L podcast. I am Lawrence Holmes. We are brought to you by Zenny. If you rock glasses, you should go get your frames from Zenny. It's pretty simple. Zenny.com. They got all these crazy styles. You can be expressive. I got some new ones coming on the way, so I'm very excited that they are in partnership with House of L. We thank Zenny for being our presenting sponsor here on the House of L podcast. Just me and you today. No guests today. I wanted to talk about some things, and I often forget that I have a podcast where I can do that. If I decide that I want to talk about some stuff, I often forget that this is um, possible. Uh, anyway, outside of being brought to you by Zenny, before I get to the conversation, I'd like to remind you that we are also brought to you by David Hochberg. David Hochberg does a great job of taking care of business. When it comes to buying a new home or refinancing your old home, he's the person that you should talk to about that. He's great on finances. I have been working with him on some things, and you should too. 855-56-DAVID, 56david.com. Check out the website. I'm telling you, he can help you. If, if this is a, a really interesting time in the home buying season. If, if if you're out here thinking, hey, maybe there's a deal I can get, talk with David first, okay? 855-56-DAVID. He will get you squared away. And we are brought to you by State Farm agent Brendan Studzinski out of Lincoln Park. He does a great job. ChicagoSF.com. If you just get a quote, you don't even have to get you don't even have to have Brendan be your agent, but if you get a quote from him, State Farm is going to donate $10 to Pause Chicago, which is his favorite charity, and we support that. So ChicagoSF.com. Just go right there. It's the easiest way to get down with Brendan, and, and he's been a great sponsor to us as well. So please support him. And if you are looking for an insurance agent that you can trust, that's the guy that you want. ChicagoSF.com. Okay, so I won't delay it any longer because it's taken a little bit of time. But on Friday morning, I signed a new contract with the score that's going to keep me at the score for another two years. And by my count, at the end of it, it will be 25 years that I've been at the score. As long as I don't do anything stupid. Between now and then, I'll end up with 25 years at the station. It was actually pretty easy for me to want to return. And to tell you the God's the honest truth, 
so that you you understand kind of where I was in this negotiation versus other negotiations that I've had with the score. This was the first time where I knew that I wanted to be back. Like at the beginning of like the negotiation window, I knew that I wanted to kind of keep doing what we're doing. So I'm I'm not moving time slots again, like nothing like that. We're going to stay in place noon two. Me and Herbie, so I'm I'm really excited. But I, I knew I wanted to to keep going with what it is that that we've built over the last two years, and it's been fun. Now I will tell you that at the the moment before I signed, like I had that 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 tug of, are you sure? Do you want to just blow it all up and just go and? do something else and I will also tell you in all honesty there were places where I could have gone had I chosen not to go back to the score and maybe not the type of places that you would think but there were definitely people that were like so what's the deal are you gonna go back there or what but I like I like the show that we've built from noon to two I really like that that Layla is a big part of the station now. Like having her at the station, I think has brought in a a great new energy, and and it's cool to be able to interact with her. Things are sort of getting back to normal as far as being able to do the show from the studio a little bit more often, which I enjoy. I, I I've figured out that when it's the podcast, I love being at home. When it's the radio show, not as much. It's not the same, and the acoustics are a little bit off, and I haven't been able to fix them, and it's probably not anything that you can hear, but I can hear it. And so that, I don't like that. <laughs> so so I've been trying to do more shows in studio, and, and I'm – Hopefully, getting my vaccine shot on Thursday, my first one, because I've got Crohn's, so I think I'm one B, and that'll I know that'll do a lot for my mental, just to know that three weeks later, hopefully I'll be done with the vaccines, and there'll be a modicum of safety and relief that I feel in all of this. So I I plan to be in the studio a little bit more often. That's where I feel most comfortable, as weird as it sounds. Like, honestly, like I've never, outside of my couch in my basement when I had a house with a basement, the the other the only place that I feel comfortable is in a radio studio. So I wanted to keep it going. I really, we've done well. Like, the numbers have been pretty good. And... I I think that there was a lot of one of the things that I was thinking about when I was deciding whether or not I wanted to resign was what last year was like. I've been doing a lot of interviews lately. I I talked to Jason Barrett's people over there and it was cool to talk with them and Jeff Agress who's been very kind to what it is I'm trying to accomplish with House of L but also like what's happening at the score. And I've been doing a lot of reflecting 
on what the last year has been like. And they're clearly, and you heard me, like there are clearly things and ways that sometimes the score operates that I'm not 100% down with, and I usually make myself, I usually make that pretty clear in the moment of the things I'm down with and the things I'm not down with. But I know that over the last year, it would have been very easy for Mitch Rosen to be like, hey, even though there are no sports, we want you to kind of stay away from all the other stuff that's going on. He never did that. He encouraged all of us to find our lane. And I, I, I'm i hopeful that there were people who maybe weren't as big a fan of me that were able to learn more about me and things I care about in the last year. And I'm, I'm grateful to him for that. So it was something that I kept in mind. One of the things that I've always liked about the score and I'm I'm a relic in in this regard because I'm I'm there's only one person at the station who's been there for like a, con, a continuous string longer than I have and it's Bernstein that's it Spiegel has been there almost as long but he left for sporting news and Mully's been there a pretty long time, but there was a time when he was someplace else. It's me, Dan, and Russ. That's it. Who have been there without a break. And one of the things I've loved about the score is there are times when it feels like it's the last bastion of sports talk that actually puts pressure on teams and players and front offices if we have to not I mean we don't we don't set out to do that but in every way I felt comfortable being able to push like the 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 rant that I did that everyone talks about that I guess like made it to YouTube I'm a YouTube sensation um I don't know if I would have been able to do that somewhere else and having that level of freedom is important like knowing that if there are days where I have to pull the driver out of the bag that I'm going to be supported in doing it as long as I do it in a professional manner and even when I'm angry I try to stay professional so that's a big deal like figuring out Figuring out places where you can express yourself freely, like they're becoming few and far between. And the score is one of those places, and it's part of the reason that I want to stay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On top of doing the show, you may have noticed that Loho Daily has gone away. That's because we are going to 
change the way that I interact digitally with score listeners. And that means that there'll be a little bit more video for me. Like we did some videos during bear season and they did really well. So Mitch was like, well, what if we kind of change this over a little bit and you do do a video once a week? And I was like, okay, cool. He's like, whatever you want. So I'm down with that too. There's another project that we're working on. I don't want to I don't I don't want to scoop it, but I can tell you that it's bears related. Mitch and I are trying to figure out how all of it is going to work, but we're working together on some bears programming that I think you're going to like. And hopefully we can put all the pieces together and make it work and if we do, I think it's going to be really cool. And a little innovative, to tell you the truth. So those were all reasons that I wanted to stay. When I was talking to my parents about this, because I usually will seek their counsel when contract time comes up, the 25-year thing is kind of important to me, and I didn't realize how important it was, but it is. At the end of this, I will have been there 25 years, and I'll be... 47 years old, which is great because if, the, if that means that I'm in a place to change careers, that I'm probably not too old to do it. But knowing that Terry Bores did 25 years and knowing that I'm close and I'm sitting on 23, like that's a big deal. So all that went into our conversations. And so the question becomes, like, what happens with House of L? House of L is on its own, as it's always been, which is great because we're, we're growing in leaps and bounds, and we're, we're still, like, the, the sports-adjacent podcast that Jason Leisure and Russ Dorsey are doing is incredible, and getting a chance to work with Tony Gilligan, not Gilligan, Tony Gill, again has been phenomenal because he's such a great vessel for ideas in this digital space there's there's a one thing that I I want to do there's someone that I want to bring in the house of L I'm not going to say that person's name cuz I don't want to put pressure on them but there's someone that I really want to create for and we'll see if it happens in the next six months or so. But House of L is going to continue to do what we're doing. And if you're listening to this, if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. Please. It's that, that shit is important. Believe it or not. And we actually have, we have good ratings. We have like 1,200 ratings, um, 1,200 reviews, I think. And write a review, five stars, tell people why you like this podcast, all that good stuff. And I'm excited about where House of L goes from here. Maddie Lee and the job that she's doing twice a month for the podcast is great. And I can tell you that there's going to be some takeovers of the podcast in the next few weeks that I think you're going to enjoy. So it satisfies my entrepreneurial spirit. And, and my creative outside of what it is that I do on the air. 
and I'm, I'm really enjoying being in a position to pay people for their content. Like, that's a big deal to me, and I dig the consulting aspect. I did, Initially, when House of L started, I didn't see it as, as, as one of the byproducts would be that people would come to me and be like, hey, I'm thinking about doing a podcast. What do you think? And I've helped launch in the last year and a half. I've helped launch, I think, 10 podcasts, some that you wouldn't even know. But it's been cool to kind of be on that side of it where people want my opinion on things. And who knows where that might go. But the most important thing is that you know I'll be there noon to two, Monday through Friday, on the score. Except for when Cubs games interrupt, which is a lot more than last year. Last year, they played almost all their games at night, which was really weird. And now they've gone back to a really day-heavy schedule. And I don't mind, I don't mind sharing my time with Cubs baseball because win or lose, believe it or not, they do great ratings, and that's great for me. And so we know how to do those shows. We know that if we're talking about a, a 1 o'clock game or one twenty first pitch, we know that we can use the 30 minutes that we're on the air to kind of do an extra pregame show. It, when, when it allows, like if there's breaking news on like the Bears or the White Sox or something, like we're still going to do that before. But on days when there isn't, I don't mind doing in-depth analysis of the, the upcoming game. I always look at it as a challenge to try and create 30 minutes of programming off of an upcoming game. And we used to do that when we were on at night and the Cubs were on or back in the day when the White Sox were, were on too. Um, so, you know, I'm jacked up, like really. Like I'm ready to, to work and I'm ready to, to get back to not having the negotiations on top of my head. I will tell you that it is so stressful. I, I ordinarily save a couple of days in my vacation for after my contract is done. And then I just veg out for a couple of days. So the way that it initially had worked is that my contract runs from March 1st through February 28th of the next year. But we went into overtime because there were some things that we were still working on from their side and from my side, and we wanted we didn't want to rush the contract. So we took the whole month of March to make sure that everyone was happy with what was going on. But it's, along with everything else, like being in the space where you don't know, and then there's the, the aspect of like paperwork. Like I send this to Mitch, Mitch gives it to Rachel, Rachel and Mitch talk about it. She sends it up the chain at intercom, like all of the stuff that they send it back to my agent, like all of this stuff. By the way, I haven't thanked my agent. I should. Dean Grossman is my agent. He is, he's great. He is a ball of energy and a crazy person. And he's exactly the person that I needed. I had an agent a few years ago and I loved that agent, but Dean kind of saw the future 
of what it is that I wanted to do, and he was with it. And he is a absolute bulldog. So I'm glad that he's on my team, and I'm on his team, and I, I really owe him a lot. I really owe him a lot. I mean, I literally owe him a lot of money. But I mean, <laughs> from a, a creative standpoint, like I, I owe him a lot, and I owe him a lot of thanks. Like he's been a really good partner to have in this. And this was the first time in a negotiation where I was part of it. Ordinarily, what I do is I say to Dean, this is what I'm looking to do. Go do your thing. And the reason that people have representation is so that they don't go in the room. Because sometimes it can be, it's a test of whether or not you can really disassociate the personal from the professional. And there are truths that management is going to tell you that feel like a personal slight. But you have to kind of be like, okay, well, don't let that mess up the bag unless it's completely out of pocket. And I'm not going to lie, there were a couple of moments where I was like, well, we'll walk right out of this place. But then you sleep on it and you go, okay, I see where they're coming from. And here's how here's how I'm going to respond to that. And they were open to that. That when I would counter with, and I don't, I'm not even talking about money. Like honestly, like money is not money is not really an issue for me when it comes to these negotiations. Because I I mean, I make good money. It's not great money, but I make good money, and I like the place that I work and I get great benefits and time off and all that good stuff. But, you know, in any negotiation, there are things that you care about versus things that they care about. And you have to kind of come to a consensus on what's the shared value between you and the company that you work for. And so those things worked out, but they took a little extra time and I'm not going to lie I I could use some days off, but now we're now we're in April and opening day is coming up. I think I have this upcoming Thursday off because the Cubs play like it's the opener. But I could legitimately use a couple of days off. And once we kind of get through the draft, I think I'm going to take a little bit of time. But it's an experience. And I, I was joking on a previous episode that I'm going to do a whole episode on agents and whether you need them. I have a great agent. I know that, that, that my agent will run through a wall for me. I also know that I actually, it's so crazy. I have a, a former student who I think is going to make a killer agent. Her name is Allie Pruitt and she's a monster. Like an absolute monster. So I'm hoping that by the time she finishes law school, that I can I can connect some of my people that are looking for agents to her because she she kills it. I want to say she was like law school student of the year or some nonsense, and she understands broadcast like really well. Anyway, I'm gonna I I. I am going to I'm going to do a whole episode on whether or not people need agents, but I know that I needed one 
to help navigate in this regard. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do TV again. I was really burned by the NBC thing. I'm not saying that I'm completely adverse to doing it. I just think that if I do TV, like take on another job in TV, it's got to have some rightness to it that is hard to find. Like it's got to be the right people, the right opportunity, the right time of day, like all of that stuff. The Sunday show, since I'm addressing like everything, the Sunday show, I really like doing it. I am trying to figure out if there are enough hours in the week for me to keep doing it. And I think I'm going to I'm going to do like a little bit more like maybe up to my birthday and then make a decision on whether I can do that every week cuz I mean I can't, I can't get the sleep pattern down. I've been trying like crazy different stuff like Go to sleep right after you finish the show. Go work out after you finish the show. Eat a big meal right after you finish the show. All sorts of stuff, and none of it has really worked. It goes along with my theory that morning shows take years off your life. So I don't know what to do there, but I'm going to keep working through it and see if I can come to a conclusion. But I really do like talking with the national audience, and it's been dope meeting callers from other areas. I've, I've, you know what's weird? Like the, the callers from Wisconsin are really good. I need to tap into them more at the score because I know they're listening. Especially those that are close to the border. I know they're listening. But they should call more because they're pretty good. Very sensible. Uh, the callers in Alabama, too. Roll damn tight. Um, so that's kind of where things are. That's where things stand. I I am excited to see Herbie because Herbie has been on vacation. So I'm going to get the opportunity to see him. He just got a new dog. He's very excited about that. But I, I wanted to let you know what was going on. I know I had kind of talked about it a little bit. And now that it's done, I think that we should celebrate and talk about it. Like, I'm going to be, I'm signed. I am re-signed. I am very happy to be re-signed and some of the stuff that Mitch and I are working on, I think is really cool. And I'm hopeful that we can, you know how it is, like we have an idea and we think the idea is going to work, but actually getting the idea to work is not easy. <laughs> so luckily we have a few months before the Bears start playing to, to work through some of this stuff. But if, if we get our vision right on this, you're going to be a happy consumer, I think. So that's it. I'm sorry to ramble on for 30 minutes about this, but it's I love talking about some of this stuff that's inside the industry. And since House of L is kind of built to talk about the industry, I, I think it would be disingenuous for me to not talk about my situation in the industry. Thanks to our sponsor, Zinni. Go get yourself some glasses, zinni.com. Thanks to David Hochberg. If you are looking to buy or refinance, 56david.com. And a big thanks to Brendan Studzinski, State Farm agent, chicagosf.com. Thanks for your support of this podcast. I, I say it a lot, but you, 
you truly have no idea how much it means to me and how the fact that you listen has inspired me to like keep going and keep building. So thanks for your support. I will talk to you. I got a great episode coming up this week, man. It is killer. It's me and Alexa Dat. You're going to love it. I will talk to you next time. Peace.